0: Welcome everybody to episode 6 of Unaired. I'm Ed, and with me today I have my twin brother John. I'm, 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 fuck, I forgot my name. It's John. It's John. I literally, John, I literally just said your name. Yeah, I know. I've had it for 22 years and I forgot it. Did, did you think you were Ed? Is that what I, happened? Well, you know, sometimes I look in the mirror and, and I just wave because I think it's you and then I'm just like, why are you in the bathroom? And then I realize it's me. I'm not gonna lie. I've, actually like gotten like freaked out on days because i think that we were actually switched at birth and like i'm actually john and you're actually ed but there's way too much like to sort out at this point if that was yeah no after 22 years it's just like you take it you're just like i'm ed now yeah that's that is what would happen i'd keep my social security number which was technically your social security number that would be mine anyways back to unaired i don't think we were switched anyways back to unaired so this week we watched a uh, an animated series called Father of the Pride. It's called Dragon Ball Z. It's called Father of the Pride. And uh, it aired from August 31st, 2004 to May 27th, 2005. It released 15 episodes and there were two unaired episodes and one episode was unfinished. So this show aired on NBC and the premise was basically, they took Siegfried, it's, it's a DreamWorks show. And they took Siegfried and Roy and were just like, Hey, we want to make a TV show. And there's like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, how about you make a TV show about was, the animals? Was that Siegfried, Roy, or was that the tiger? Yes. Okay. And then, so basically the show is, it follows the father of the pride. Get it? Is Cause this, it's lions. It's, it's a pun. Yes. So it follows, uh, the main character is Larry. Who is voiced by John Goodman? He is the main tiger or lion, technically, in Siegfried and Roy's show. You know what's weird is that these characters are lions, but I'm pretty sure Siegfried and Roy are known for they the have tigers. tigers. Yeah, yeah, they have tigers. They had so white. they had the white tigers. Yeah, that, uh, so, that tried to that tried to kill him. So that that literally just occurred to me that these characters are lions, yet they have tigers. Yeah, I was saying tigers the whole time we were watching it, and I didn't think of that. Now, Anyways. did the tiger try to kill him, or wasn't it like one of them was like having a stroke or something? Anyways, we'll like get back into... to that, John. Okay. So, main character is Larry, who is played by John Goodman. His wife is Kate, who is played by Cheryl Hines. He has a daughter named Sierra, a son named Hunter. His father-in-law is Simar- S- Sarmati. I think that's how he he's said it. He's the Simmerillion by J.K. Rowling. And he's voiced by Carl Reiner. And that's pretty much, like, the main, like, notable people from the main cast. So, this show, it starts off, uh, Larry is walking his son, Hunter, to school. His son has a cone on his head. Then some, some, like, gopher or some tiny rodent thing. That is a gopher named Snack. I was right, it was, oh, that's who Snack is. Yeah, Snack is a gopher, voiced by Orlando Jones of Nat TV. And I read that as Orlando Bloom, and I yeah. got really excited and also confused. Yeah, no, Orlando Bloom, he's got better things to do than beyond. And he's making sex references in front of the guy's kid. That's true, they both start talking. Larry's just like, yeah, so uh, the kids are out of the house later. This is my John Goodman impression. The kids are out of the house later, and uh, me and uh, me and kid are going to have some zoom zoom and the boom boom. And then his kid pops out, because this is the moment when he's like, oh wait, I forgot I'm in the presence of my child. And he's just like, "Dad." and then in the like the gopher was making euphemisms so that like they weren't able to understand the kid's just like what does that mean and the dad's like oh no i don't know how to explain it go to school pretty much he tries to bribe him and like change the subject he's just like who wants a frodo action figure because gandalf oh it was gandalf i'm sorry gandalf because the kid is obsessed with lord of the rings that's one of his character traits so anyways He thinks it's all fine and Danny, the kid, runs off to his friends and he goes,
1: Hey guys, zoom, zoom in the boom, boom.
0: And he just face palms, And then he starts walking home. Face paws. I hate you. So he just starts walking home and he runs into a few different characters on the way, which I assume was a way to introduce the characters, which is weird that they did that because technically the first episode that aired was the fourth episode. Yeah, all you know about his daughter is that she might do drugs. That's true. He's introduced to an elephant who's named Chutney and has an Indian accent because, you know, that's not racist. And as a parent, it, and we don't know from the episode, but it, he might be banging a turkey that's also his roommate. Yep, that's actually implied heavily throughout the series, is that he is a
1: closeted homosexual. But yeah, so he's, uh, he's walking past, Chutney
0: talks to him, then an orangutan. Who, I know you already said who Chutney is, but I forgot who Chutney is. He's the was. elephant. Oh, okay. The elephant. So, he's, uh, he's walking away from Chutney, and some baboon, or orangutan, walks up and goes,
1: Larry, I need you to check this mole on my ass.
0: And then, he's just like, I don't have time for for that, and then the orangutan gets mad, he goes, I, it took courage to open up to you to say that. I don't remember any of this. That happened. That happened. I'm not making that up. I wasn't paying attention. So, after that, he gets to his front door, his daughter, Sierra, walks out and goes, Hey, I'm going to a party. I might do drugs, I might not. I won't know till I get there. And he goes, okay, bye. Because father of the year, right? I don't, I don't know. That sounds like sounds like a pretty okay parent. Father of the year? More like father of the pride. So he walks in, and he's like... This was my favorite joke of the episode. He, says, he sees his wife, and he says, You ready to bank? It's 9 a.m. here, but it's only 9 a.m but somewhere it's mountain time as in mounting like he's gonna mount her on the wall no not what he meant oh i horribly misunderstood that joke yeah and then he looks to his right and is hor- horrified to see <laughs> hor- their panda friend yep whose name is Fulin, and she is played by lisa kudrow I'm going to need to edit that out. You just killed our listeners ears.
1: And she's ranting
0: because she's she's pretty sad because her sister has gotten pregnant. Yet she is a virgin panda. And Larry's basically like, "Ah, you're going to die alone anyways. He's like, it's fine. Panda should have been extinct. Pretty much. He says there's only six of you. Statistically, you're not going to get laid. My John Goodman is getting worse as I keep going on. It should be worse like, or better. You know, practice makes You perfect. know, it is worse. It's worse. I yeah. just decided it's worse. Yeah. And so after that, Siegfried and Roy announce that they are starting this new panda breeding program. So they import a new panda who is named Boom Boom. And uh, his real name is Nelson. He, he makes the point of that. He goes, hi, I'm Nelson. Boom Boom is my slave name. Which reminds me very much of the X-Men line with Mystique, where she goes, Raven was my slave name. I don't know which came out first, but I think there's a little bit of copyright infringement there. I, I don't know. X-Men's been around for a while. It has. So, the new is introduced, and he's about to be introduced to Fu Ling. And he runs away because he's scared. Because he's never met a girl in his life. Except for his mother, even except though, for his mother, even though he says he's never met somebody in his life. Yeah, that's a weird thing. He says he's never even seen another woman, and then and he then ta- he says, "No, he says he's never seen another panda." I thought yeah, that's true. He says he's never seen another, panda. but then he t- talks then about he says, his mom yeah. later in the episode. He goes, "My mom likes me." Okay, but like you never met another panda. Is your maybe mom-? maybe it's really sad, and his mom abandoned him, and he just came up with a reason in his head. He's like, "She loved me, so she got rid of me." Well now I'm depressed. That's my secret. I'm always depressed. I'm the Incredible Sulk. I hate you. Ah, that's okay. I hate me too. (laughs) So then, so they set up the two pandas, and Nelson's going a little too ham. So... Which is ironic, because he's not a pig. True. And then Kate goes... Is that irony? uh, That's not irony. It's funny, because he's not a pig. So Kate goes, hey, yo, Nelson, come on under the table. I need to tell you something. So he comes under the table. She says it subtly, though. She doesn't straight up say it. He comes under the table, and then they go, Now we gotta wipe the top of this table off. And uh, it's a whole mess. So he comes under the table, and she goes, Listen, dude, you're coming on too strong. You're a a cute panda. And she goes, Oh, wait, 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 no. Handsome panda. Because, you know, you don't wanna call a guy cute. And then he gets up, he finishes the date, and then he announces his love for Kate to her. So here's a panda. In love with a lion, a lot of a lot of interspeciesness in this this is when they're going for a walk by the way, and Siegfried and Roy are just peeping through the uh peeping through the leaves and go, "Oh, we are so disguised, we're going to watch panda six, and then they 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 come out in the pa- they come out in panda costumes. I don't know what the leaves were for, That their panda costumes were flawless, clearly, but like what I take issue with is they're just standing around trying to watch pandas. Fuck. Like, what are you doing, Siegfried and Roy? What are you doing? I don't know. You know, it's... I don't know. Are you that bored? But then, uh, they realize, like, oh, these pandas, why is it not mating? So, they bring in their scientists, and they bring in a shitload of pheromones, and while the scientist is explaining to... I want to say it was Roy. I always confuse the two. Let's just say that one was Roy. He's explaining to Roy what fer- these pheromones are. He's, he's talking to the raven-haired one. Yes. And, uh, As the blonde one is spraying himself with every single pheromone he can find. Exactly, because he's just like, oh, this is like perfume. So he's, ju- he's just spraying himself with it in the background. And then all of a sudden, a monkey comes out of nowhere and just like flies mm. on top of him. Like, Because clearly it's mountain time again. Exactly. That monkey was trying to give him his banana. Why did you pause like this was a sitcom? I paused because I wanted you to be like... You wanted me to laugh? Yeah. Oh. Ha 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 ha. John, I don't do a laugh track. What do you expect? ha
1: ha 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 ha.
0: Okay, well now that just sounds like you're furiously masturbating. I mean... It could be both. I can clap with one hand. Best clap. Never do that again. That's good, because it hurt my hand. So, they're all, like, back in the house. The panda, he's basically like, Oh, I'm in love, I'm in love with Kate. Nelson's in love with Kate. And then, Fu Ling's just like, How could you, Kate? And she gets annoyed, so she jumps out the window, but she gets stuck. And then, Samurai, as I call him, because I don't remember how to pronounce his name, because I'm bad with that name. It's just like, okay, here's what's going on. Pulls her out the window, sits both pandas down. He goes, you're both virgins, you can't do much better. Bang each other. And that's basically how he sets him up. He's like, figure it out yourself, because we don't have porn in the animal kingdom. One thing I want to swing back to, that I forgot to mention, Fu Ling, when she's ranting about her sister getting pregnant and that she's going to die alone, she has a pet cat. Yeah, that to- that talks. Yeah. So, like, she's, she's, she, got, she's, she's keeping a slave. She's enslaved a midget. She's keeping a slave, is what she's A little doing. person. She's enslaved a little person. Because all of these animals are anthropomorphic. So she just basically enslaved. Anthropomorphic? Yeah. That's that's when you're a, that's... an Irish uh, animal. No, that... that's for the future episode that of the series that actually was made, where Donkey came in and Eddie Murphy played him. That was an anthropomorphic character. I really want to watch the donkey episode, someday, John. Oh my God, Danny DeVito's in this show. He is. He plays. No wonder the animation's so shit. They must have blown their budget just on voice actors alone. Actually, John, this show each episode costs two to two point five million dollars to make. Why is the animation so shitty? I don't know, John. I don't know. It looks like the an. It looks like slightly better than the animation in that food fight movie. It does. It does. It's on par, I would say. But anyways, Sam Marati, he uh, when he hops out from like nowhere to kinda... also Nelson's nickname is Bong Bong. I said that. Oh, yeah. So when Sam Marati just pops out of nowhere to kind of set everybody straight and sit down the two pandas and let them know what's up, he uh just pops out of nowhere in the background with a younger lion. Because he's a cougar, which is funny because he's also a lion. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad I could contribute. And uh, then she's just like, after all that happened, she goes, Oh, that's so sweet. And he's like, Shut up, baby. I know it. So basically, like Bender. And he just goes, Let's go to the pool. And then they're going to fuck in the pool, probably. Probably. Let's be honest. They're real animals. See what I did there? What? What? all right and then afterwards larry is just like like he's talking to kate and kate goes you know what it's pretty silent in here i guess everybody's out of the house oh you missed the part where he, she complains she's like you're not romantic enough that's true she does complain about him not being romantic enough. and then he tries to sing to her and she's like okay you can shut the fuck up now you're bad at singing please yeah. please just go in and bang my my tiger ass my lion ass she's a lot li- oh lion ass because like lioness I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna leave. Please do. It's, it's, it's a joke, I'm still here. John, what did you think of this show? It's, the animation was too bad, but it was okay. You know, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. So okay. It was okay. I thought it was pretty good, not gonna lie. To be fair, I might be slightly biased. I might have some nostalgia goggles on because I actually watched this show as it aired back in 2004. I'm sorry. That meant I was 10 years old and I was watching this show. Yep, you're right. I I had to do the math in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I now appreciate all those sex jokes. And there were a lot of them. This episode should have just been called, These Animals Trying to Fuck Sex Jokes the Musical. But in parentheses, but without music. Yeah. So, I want to talk about the theme song for this show for a minute. Uh, It's literally just John Goodman singing Viva Las Vegas. Did you notice that? I did when you told me just now.
1: Okay, well, yeah. So, this this show doesn't really have, like... Like, it has a theme song, but I feel like it doesn't have a proper theme song. It doesn't have its own, like, unique theme song. So, what we're going to do right now is we're going to introduce a new segment where... Any show that we feel doesn't have like a proper theme song, we're gonna create a theme song for it. So, John, whenever you're ready, just start playing
0: your uke. The the theme song is Wonderwall. It's Wonderwall. I'll save you some time. Oh, you want me to actually do this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, um. Uh. Let's, let's try it.
1: <laughs> Wait. Okay. (laughs) I'm liking that beat. Meet Larry the lion, one of the animal elites. He may be king of the jungle, but is he king between the sheets? Welcome to Siegfried and Roy's Horny Animal Kingdom Yeah, it's Siegfried and Roy's Horny Animal Kingdom They watch every embrace Every touch, every kiss Yeah, National Geographic doesn't have anything on this you're watching Siegfried and Roy's Horny Animal Kingdom. Siegfried and Roy's Horny Animal Kingdom. Where it's always mountain time.
0: So what'd you think about that, John? Uh, my hand cramped and it hurt. Good to know. Good to know. So John, what would you pitch for a future episode? Uh, well, you see, I thought of something beforehand, and then I forgot, because I was trying to keep track of the names of the people while you were talking about them, so you've got to come back to me on that one. Alright, so I actually have a few ideas. Okay, what's number one? So, number one, okay. So, this is going to be like a two-part episode, actually. So, so Siegfried and Roy, they're just like, we on to expand our exhibits. So I they couldn't in, understand what you just said. We want to expand our exhibits. Okay, I got an idea. I got, I just got an idea. Let me tell you before I forget. Okay, so it's going to be a two-part episode. And Siegfried and I go, so we want to ex- expand our exhibits, but they say it with an accent. Continue, because I don't know where to go from there. So they're like, we want to expand our exhibits. So they bring in a gorilla. And then they bring in Exhibit from Pit My Ride and also his rap career. No. Oh, we were going in two different places for that. So they bring in a gorilla and everything's going off fine and dandy. But uh, then a child just kind of wanders into the exhibit and they're like, well, oh, you know what? We got to shoot the gorilla because Don Knotts is going to be in this episode and he's going to play the guy that shoots the gorilla. And then then there's this huge movement amongst the animals. Oh, it's, it's topical. I get it. It's the thing that just happened. Yeah, it's a topical reference. It's like like some types of cream. It's topical. Okay. And then, this is where I go from... Th- that was part one of the episode, okay? Part two. Siegfried and Roy are just like, like our press is so bad after this, we're losing money, we need to think of a new money-making operation fast. And in the meantime, the B story of this episode is uh, Larry's cousin Cecil moves in. Cecil from Africa. He comes to visit and Siegfried and Roy are just like you know what we're gonna open th- this exhibit to hunters and a rich dentist comes in and he kills Cecil another topical reference That's... this show is on top of it so my idea for an episode mm-hmm. so monkey knows banjo uh I don't know monkey's name orangutan knows banjo orangutan orangutan that lives across the street from uh Larry knows how to play the banjo, yes? So, Larry wants to get more romantic, and he goes, yo, teach me that shit, and then it's a fun montage of him just keep failing, and then they realize he can't play because he doesn't have opposable thumbs, and then he goes, then Larry gets all depressed, and he starts to walk away, and Orangutan goes, wait, and brings out a piano. That would be great, except in this show, the lions do have thumbs. I was not aware of that. Yeah, they pick up stuff, John. I... oh. So, here's here's my idea. So, Larry gets his thumbs chopped off, and then he tries to be more romantic to his wife. Alrighty, then. (laughs) How about... how about you pitch a, uh... How about you pitch a Christmas episode?
1: of Christmas curious, episode. I'm
0: kind of curious what you think this would do for a Christmas episode. Okay. So, so. I'll set a scene for you. It's snowing, which people are concerned about because it's Las Vegas. But it's snowing. And, uh. So. The orangutan. Because I like Orangutan. He plays banjo. He starts playing Christmas music. And then everybody's... Everybody's wearing Santa hats. Everybody's all jolly. Uh, in addition to the mane, Larry gets a, a sweet beard in the spirit of Christmas. Yes, like Larry Claus. Exactly like Larry Claus. And then, uh, and then, uh, little, little, uh, little, no, gopher man. Oh, snack. Snack. Snack comes by. Clearly a Jewish name, and he's slightly offended because nobody's talking about Hanukkah. And then they all become a little more tolerant by the end of it. I see, I see. So it's like kinda like uh like how Rugrats was just like, We're gonna do a Hanukkah episode. Yeah, and and uh and then Grandpa goes and watch porn. That was the other grandpa, that wasn't the Jewish grandpa. That was Stu's dad. I know, but but in the background of that, because it's not a it's not a Stu's dad focused episode, it's not centered on him. So we so don't kinda, know what he's doing in there. So kinda like the background how like how or, how Siegfried was like spraying himself with that yeah, monkey fuck serum exactly yeah I see what you could I see what you mean there that's actually not bad not bad do you have ideas or did you just try to prod me for time I just tried to prod you oh okay I was just curious what you thought there would be for an episode like that how do you think this series would end John let's 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 uh let's pitch a series finale each okay I'll start off well here's the sad thing I can start off because I know how it ends. So, I Siegfried both... and Roy are on stage. And a lion walks up and bites, bites Siegfried. Siegfried right on the neck. Oh, yeah. Right on my neck. People fall to the ground. And by people, I mean just Siegfried or Roy. whichever whatever one got bit. Because I don't know. They're like twins with their names. I just know their names. I don't know which one's which. Anyways, the one that gets bit falls down to the that ground. That was Siegfried. Siegfried gets He falls down to the ground. And then people cover it on the news for weeks. Okay, so my episode is a little more, uh, little more well thought out than yours. So I don't know what you're talking about. I put a lot of thought into this. I, I came up with scenarios that could have happened. Scenarios did happen. Scenarios that did not happen but could have happened. Okay, so. In an alternate timeline. So I'm going to go off of yours because I had a very similar idea. So the, the show starts off. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, a very big special show for Siegfried and Roy, okay? It's their anniversary show. And they have every all the animals in. even Samurati, who has been who's retired. And they're like, "Okay, we're having all the animals and Gopher shows up and he's a uh, he recently found out in the episode prior to this that Larry gets very distracted by laser pointers. So he's playing around messing around like pointing at stuff the whole, oh, the whole no, show oh i see where this is going the whole show trying to distract he's gonna larry. accidentally the shine excellent. it in somebody's eyes and blind them exactly he shines it right on siegfried's neck and and uh, blinds him and larry larry's just like i'm gonna eat that red dot and he bites him on the neck it was a whole misunderstanding too so like it's not the lion's fault and Never then at the end, very... did down... do they ever put down the line? Also, this wouldn't really. I'm realizing now with the whole lion tiger thing, this probably wouldn't be the same. It would not. No. Afterwards, uh, everybody's so shocked that Larry would do something like that, and they all uh, hold a trial, a la the series finale of Seinfeld, and they're uh, going through and they're just like trying to build his character up and break his character down. So they're like, Larry's a great father. And then there's a flashback to zoom, zoom in the boom, boom. And they're just like, and then he's like, eh. And he like pulls on his collar like that like, Simpsons Like thing. Simpsons cartoony yes. style. Yes, he does that. Even though he's not wearing a shirt, he's a lion. He doesn't get dressed. So then they're uh, they're trying to like, be like, oh, he's a great family man. And then again, it cuts to him trying to fuck. And they're just like, eh, pulling on the collar again. And then at the end. How do you think he got the family? Yeah, that's true. That's the that's the epitome of a family man. And then afterwards they decide that his crimes outweigh his uh, character and that they're going to execute them execute him. And what who do they call to do it? They put him on the scales of justice and the way it was different. They nope. How do they do it? They call the dentist that shot Cecil and they send them both into the enclosure. They're and it's all leaving, like the most dangerous exactly. game kind of. Exactly. Kind of thing, except he's not a human. The dentist has a gun. The lion's got nothing. Larry's left there. The lion's got a laser pointer. Two people enter. Or one person, one lion enters. One leaves. And then the last shot is, is the, the laser pointer walking out. No. The last shot, you hear footsteps. Camera pans up. You see Larry. He's got bloody claws. The end. Just the title screen. Father of the Pride question mark walks up is it questioning that he's got that he's part of the pride or that he's a father because he is a father oh no i thought of another finale okay okay so paternity tests are a thing yeah yeah they are he finds out it's actually it's actually a a different a different uh, person's father and then the the whole show is like then it does the question mark thing Were you literally just basing that off of the fact that I added a question mark to that? That was 100% what I did. Okay, then. All right. You put just about as much thought into this show as the writers did. So I applied Well, that. No, no. As the animators. True. So let's take a look at uh, some of the guest stars that this show had. Danny DeVito. Yes. Danny DeVito is best guest star. There's an episode where Danny DeVito plays uh, Emerson, who is a lobster. Lisa Goudreau, as we mentioned, was in this episode. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy plays Donkey from Shrek. Donkey! There's a, there's a crossover with Shrek. Same universe. Yep. That means. Shrek and Sig and Boy exist in that the same means, universe. exactly. Which means we exist in the same universe as Shrek. Yes. See, see this show's got layers, kind of like an onion, or also like an ogre. Don't ogre react, okay? You, you know, uh princess fiona has ogreys i was literally just trying to make a joke about ogreys but i i beat you to it you did you did so tress mcnally aka a voice actor actress who is featured on futurama she plays a number of roles on futurama plays chimmy and changa a pair of lesbian gophers who else andy richter played bong bong aka nelson david spade played tommy a wisecracking coyote. Kelsey Grammer played Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I I like to think that he plays Kelsey Grammer, but an animal form of Kelsey Grammer. Like Beast from... He plays Beast, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I just and, like the fact that but that... But they means... just call him Kelsey Grammer. They so, just don't acknowledge the fact that he's not, like, a human anymore. Going off the fact that this exists in Shrek, that means Kelsey Grammer exists in the Shrek universe. I am more than okay with that. I am too. Seth MacFarlane plays a snail comedian named High Hilarious. John DiMaggio has actually played two roles, Tom, an, antelope, an alcoholic antelope. So there's Tommy and there's Tom? Yep. And he play, also plays the Snout Brothers, a pair of steroid-abusing warthogs. So what you're saying is he he uses substances in this show regardless of who he is? Pretty much. Okay. So I'm, I'm noticing a theme here with his uh his characters pretty much also dennis leary plays a panther i wish that they had brought dennis leary playing diego from the ice age series but that's not dreamworks so they that was that was dennis leary that was they couldn't make it work they couldn't make it work, unfortunately what was it john legozama with sid he was i'm okay i'm okay with this this universe I am too, oh my God, Polly Shore, Polly Shore played just Justin, a Jewish adolescent lion <laughs> oh my God, why Polly Shore is... though I, I... Shore? I, I feel like, think that out I feel like why like that question is just everybody's general reaction to Polly Shore. He's why Polly Shore? Shore, like his mom like birthed him she's like, why, Polly Shore, and then the series finale goes. Polly Shore? question mark As Polly Shore is walking out with bloody hands he wasn't even one of the people that went in it's just they went into a biodome and he just came out Seeing as we already have one Dreamworks show kind of crossover into this how would you pitch a uh, another Dreamworks crossover into this See I think the easy way out would be to go with Madagascar So the animals They're in the shipping containers. They're about to be shipped off to yet another zoo. But this time, instead of crashing into Madagascar, they crash land onto the ranch with all these other animals at Siegfried and Roy's compound. How they got there, I don't know, because Nevada is landlocked. But somehow it happens. Maybe the penguins were up to something. And uh, they all introduce themselves. And it's basically like they all get to know each other episode. But the bee story... The penguins are trying to sneak into a Siegfried and Roy show. So they do, like, all the classic goofs. They, like, all stand on each other's shoulders and wear a trench coat. They try and put on mustaches to try and trick the concierge. And then at the end, they're just like, wait a minute. We're animals. We could just walk in there. I don't know why, but the penguins are all going to be played by Don Knotts. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Don Rickles. Not the same person, John. I got very confused. Not the same person. Okay. Uh. So my crossover, okay, get this. So Tom Cruise is in the future, and I'm realizing I'm thinking of something else. I was about to ask you what Tom Cruise has to do with DreamWorks, but okay. go on. So Tom Cruise is in the future, and then he goes, Hey, DreamWorks, put me in a thing. And then they put him in the, the, the show as, as Kelsey Grammer. And, uh, so Kelsey Grammer, as Kelsey Grammer, is also in the show in that episode, and they fight to figure out who is the, uh, the original Kelsey Grammer, and then the laser pointer has to shoot one of them, and then they have to convince the laser pointer which one is the original, which one is Kelsey Prime. So I just want to point out, you do realize that the laser pointer itself is not anthropomorphic, right? It can be. In in this episode, it is okay. You choose to make it anthropomorphic rather than having like snack or something. Point the laser pointer. Yes, I've said what I need. I said what I wanted. So I'm imagining there's gonna be DreamWorks get on it. I'm imagining there's gonna be like a and like a huge crossover event, a la the Avengers, kind of like the Avengers, basically, where like all these properties merge, they unite to do something. So I'm not quite sure what yet. I'm thinking... To, pr- to protect the swamp. See, but that's they what Shrek is. M- no. They move the show to Florida, which is all swamp. And Shrek moves in at the same the time. The Everglades is swamp, right? Yeah, I think so. And Shrek decides to move to Florida at the same time. He's getting old. He's going to retire. Exactly. And Fiona, he, his little babies are off to college now. His little, his little ogrelings... And he's like, I can't do this cold anymore. I need to go, I need to go where it's warm all year round. And then, and then there's like, yeah, Florida. So while they're in Florida, uh, the lions are just like, you know, who, who we should have visit our friend, Alex from Madagascar. So Alex comes over and, uh, while they're there, a developer decides, you know what? I'm going to buy all this swamp up and I'm going to pave it over and build a theme park and they're just like, you can't do that. This is our home. This is v- this. Is treading very closely, very, very closely to Shrek one. I just want to point that out. Yep. Except here's the plot twist: they actually pave it and put it all down, but because it's a swamp, it just it doesn't work. And then they just leave all the all the stuff there, including some finished coasters and some unfinished. And then Shrek slowly takes it back, and now he's got a roller coaster. Which he will use all of his old age to enjoy. But then, at the very end, he goes, and then he stands right next to the height requirement, and he's an inch short, and he goes, no! And then it fades and says, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. John, that was horrible. I. I what do you expect from M. Night Shyamalan? Sure enough, the plot twist at the end is that you just wasted two hours of your life. Exactly. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time in Sixth Sense. Turns out Larry was a ghost the whole time. Who's Larry? The lion. Oh. From the show we've been talking I about. I thought for you were talking about a minutes. character from Sixth Sense. I was about to be like, I don't remember a Larry there. I don't think that was Bruce Willis's character. Yeah, he's gonna walk in.
1: Hi, I'm Larry. I'm here to help you with your ghosts.
0: That's what every person that's named Larry sounds like. That's you what every that, right? ghost sounds like. That's every Larry. Every Larry. Have you, have you ever met a Larry that doesn't go like,
1: oh, oh, oh.
0: I don't know if I've ever met a Larry. Well, you're lucky. I'm Ooh. sorry if anybody's named Larry listening to this. If you don't sound any- oh, like, if, if either two of you is named Larry, I'm sorry. So that's going to about do it for us today. Uh So, John, thank you for coming on. Okay, I thought you were reaching your hand out to shake your hand, but you were just doing it to point at me. I was. Why would I shake your hand? I don't know. We live in the same house. I'm not going to shake your hand every time I see you. I was very confused. I also don't know what you just did with that hand. You were gone for a little bit. Well, I was I was shaking a shake weight, if you know what I mean. I well, took a, that's going to... I, gonna, I took gonna... a shake weight, and then I actually shook it. And then I realized, why do I have a shake weight? And then I put it down. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Um. So, thank you for listening. I'm Ed. I'm I'm John. I remember my name this time. You did. I'm proud of you. I'm very tired. So, uh, I'd like to say, thank you for listening. Shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for our theme song. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're at Unaired Podcast. Uh, send us an email. Uh, Unaired at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe. Leave a re- review. Maybe give suggestions for other things that we could do on this show. Exactly. I've already gotten a suggestion. Uh, Not necessarily through all that stuff. It was through a subreddit. Somebody suggested we do Clerks the Animated Series. I looked it up. It actually fits the description for the show. So in a future episode, look out for Clerks the Animated Series. But yeah, that does it for us today. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye. Bye.